You're listening to The Big Show with Russick and Rose on the official home of your Calgary Flames, Sportsnet 960 The Fan. Here we go. The last show of the season. Well, until we're back after the holidays. See you in 2023, Georgie. See you next year. See you next year, bud. <laughs> see you next year. <laughs> see you next year, pal. <laughs> hey, Maddie, see you next year, pal. Hey, oh, George. See you next year, bud. <laughs> Kick rocks, pal. <laughs> the big show, Russick and Rose. Sportsnet 960. The fan. Uh, you're going to hear a lot of Christmas music this morning, as you should. Um, tomorrow is Christmas Eve. Uh, subsequently followed by Christmas Day. Really? how it goes. Again, hey? Yeah. It's going to happen that way. Um, do you want to hear about Niagara weather or you don't care? I don't, but fire away. You don't want to hear about it or you don't care? I don't care, but please, fire okay. away. So, um, I know in Calgary, uh, you guys just dealt with just insanely cold temperatures. Yeah. It and was now not things good. have warmed up at least it's bearable now. It is, yeah, it looks like it actually might be zero on Christmas, so that'd be nice. That's incredible. So here in Niagara, yeah, um, we're bracing for a blizzard. A blizzard? A blizzard. A full-on blizzard? Full-on blizzard. So it poured rain last night, and now everything is completely soaked from the rain. And this morning, it's going to flash freeze. So the temperature is going to drop about six to seven degrees. And freeze everything over. So by tomorrow morning, we're going to have 50 centimeters of snow with wind gusts up to 120 kilometers an hour. Oh, that is yuck. That sounds just awful. Yeah, I don't like that at all. Blizzard. That sounds like a a white Christmas, Georgie. Yeah, it sounds like a a white oak Christmas. (laughs) Like, fans of the Jets should really really love the whiteout when they get beat nice. out out of the playoffs every year doing the whiteout, but yeah. whatever. Um, so I was um, – you guys were suffering at the beginning of the week with the extreme cold in Calgary, but now you're just going to enjoy your, your Christmas, and here in Niagara, we're going to get pounded with snow. Oh, it's too bad for you. Yeah. But – I'm just going to sit inside and watch TV, I guess. I was going to say – like, shout out to the NFL for hooking it up for you. Yeah, like, where am I going to go? Like, the weather is going to be awful, and they're telling, they're already saying, uh, don't drive anywhere. <laughs> and Toronto's so soft, uh, they already shut down the schools yesterday afternoon. Oh, yeah, that seems reasonable. Good time to do it. Yeah. All the schools are shut down today in Niagara, the surrounding areas. They're bracing for storm again in here. So. I just hope the power doesn't go out. And there's one thing that frustrates me, being from Niagara Falls. The power should never go out. We have one of the biggest power-generating things on the planet. You mean the waterfall? Yeah. Yeah. Literally. makes sense. Sure. Yeah. So that's going to be my weekend as you enjoy beautiful weather in Calgary. Well, not beautiful, but bearable weather. Outdoor rink weather. It's going to be nice. Yeah. I'm going to get out Um, and do a few twirls on the ice over the next little bit here. That's the plan. That's fun. Mm-hmm. Um, we got a busy show, as we, we normally do, because yeah, we like bad. to be prepared. And we're coming to you live from Doug Lacey's Basement Systems downtown studio. Uh, Jason Bukala, Sportsnet columnist, former NHL scout at 730. Derek Wills, the play-by-play voice of the Calgary Flames on Sportsnet 960 at 8 o'clock. Flames lose last night 4-3 in overtime to the Kings. 
and John Allers, Anaheim Ducks play-by-play voice for Bally Sports, SoCal. Oof. What oof? What? Just the Ducks. Yeah, they stink. Yeah. Uh, so you just hope uh, tonight isn't a letdown spot for the Flames because it's the last game before the holiday break. They're playing a really bad team, and they lost a really hard-fought game last night. I I also wonder about Anaheim's desire to play in this contest. Right. It's a now, two-way street in those situations. Now Anaheim is at home, and, and home is sunny and beautiful for them, so I wonder yeah. if all of them are even traveling after the game. But Yeah. So um, there's lots I want to get to about the game last night. Uh, there's lots I want to get to fun-wise. Um, first of all, I want to start off with this. Have you heard... Um, and I heard it here waiting for to jump on because obviously Flames postgame ran like, what was it, 20 minutes late before we got on? <laughs> I'm a little kidding. long today. <laughs> Maybe. They were doing it us a like favor, it, in it, if anything. It's come on, Friday show. I, I'm, I'm, just, I'm, I'm just being a jerk. Yep. So um, I heard our Wild Rose spot that you and I did. Oh, and was I it good? Behind it. Huh? Was it good? Um, uh, GVP, do you have it queued up? The Wild Rose spot that aired just before our show? GVP? He's still working on it. Oh, he's still... Okay, no worries. Um, it it should be readily available. But um, I have a theory about what happened. What What's your theory? So when you actually hear the spot and we'll play it, you and I did that in the studio together. Yeah. It doesn't sound like we were in the studio together they've they've doctored it they've sliced it my up my theory is maybe alex forgot to turn on my mic <laughs> cuz to me it sounds like i'm getting picked up by your mic hmm so the levels are completely wrong that's like, not good have you have you heard it closely enough I can't say I, I dial into the... I usually uh, take my headphones off during the commercial breaks and stretch okay. my legs a bit, so I, right. I can't get a breather and say that I can recall it off the top of my head. Um, GVP, do you have it ready? Okay. Let, why don't we play it? We, we don't have to play Candace's part because Candace hits, Candace hits it out of the park. Yeah. Just play Duh. my part with just from the beginning, and then we'll cut it after my last uh, line, Berations. Okay, play it. I think I've done it, Maddie. I found the perfect gift for everyone on my list. You're getting everyone the Wild Rose Herd mix pack, aren't you? I'm giving the gift of Berations. I'm Candace from Wild Rose Brewery. Okay. The okay. Brewery Do you hear it? No. Not really. If I think being, it sounds a little hollow. If I'm being honest, do you know what? It sounds like they were recorded at two different times. But I don't I don't think the but, levels but are. But we too didn't off. record it at two different times. That's the weird part about but, all of it. But I, I did record all of my lines separately. So I wonder if they might have spliced one of my other lines in because they oh, liked it okay. more. Well, we Because I had, to, I had to do some at- before while you were away because we had to get the spots on the air. Okay. Um, but okay, the mystery solved then. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe this sounded a little Brody bit different. Under the bus when I shouldn't have. Well, I don't. I don't think that there's ever a bad time. That's true. Uh, he is in Brandon, Manitoba. We wish him the best during the holidays. Okay, and he's there's new. One more you thing. gotta, you know, break him down. Yeah, there's a couple more things I want to get to before we dive into this Flames okay. loss last night. Okay. 
Uh, we had our man Frank Cervalli on yesterday. Frankie, yes, sir. Yeah, I, apparently he did the hit in some sort of iron tube, which is fine. <laughs> I think he was in an outhouse potentially doing it, the hit. I thought it was uh, the space shuttle, but... That's okay. Um, and he said something very interesting because we asked him about it. He talked about Festivus. And yeah. today is Festivus. Mm-hmm. For the apparently. rest of us. Right. Um, <laughs> the 23rd. We asked him about it. And, uh, well, he, he had this to say. Hit it, GVP. As I, as I we celebrate Festivus tomorrow, and mm. I, I air some grievances. Sure. I hope you guys have an aluminum pole in studio. Oh, yeah. No, it's grease. Do you really do that? No, Frank. <laughs> just side note. Do you really do that? <laughs> of course. I, I mean, who doesn't celebrate Festivus? It's a oh, celebration man. for the rest of us. <laughs> okay. I'm going to talk about that on the show tomorrow. <laughs> no, you no, legitimately have the pole. The you do the feats of strength. You do all of that. Yeah, I mean, I, I got a lot of problems with you people, and now you're going to hear about it. Um, okay. It, it's 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 one of the best days of the year, um, and I'm not kidding. Okay. Um, I think it's absolutely ridiculous that people still celebrate <laughs> Festivus. <laughs> I think it's the dumbest thing ever. Like, talk about a pop culture phase that should have been drowned or should have been suffocated with a pillow, like oh, you watch in movies, okay. like the victims in a coma, and then they suffocate it with a pillow yeah, right over the face. I know what you're talking about, yep. That's what they should do to Festivus. 960, 960, name and location. Do you or somebody you know still celebrate Festivus? Are they doing that today? I, 960, um, 960, name and location. It's funny. allegedly, Frank Saravalli from NHL Daily Faceoff, our NHL insider, brought to you by South Trail Chrysler. You're welcome. Apparently does it. Um, do we have the clip two GVP? Play clip Festivus number two here, uh, the explanation of the Festivus, Festivus from Seinfeld. You gather your family around and tell them all the ways they have disappointed you over the past year. <laughs> and is there a tree? No, instead there's a pole. Requires no decoration. I find tinsel distracting. I agree. So uh, I know um, Steve Rapp, who used to do Inside the Lines with me, he had a Festivus pole and celebrated Festivus. Um, that doesn't actually surprise me that much. Steve Rapp, listening to your show, sounds like a guy you'd have a couple grievances. Th- that is true. Um, a few grievances to air. Shoot us a text, 960-960, name and location. If you know anybody in your life or yourself who celebrate <laughs> Festivus today. Um, also want to get um, Christmas Eve tomorrow. Um, you know, let's do that at 7.30. I got a Christmas Eve thing I want to do at 7.30. Okay, I'm excited. Sounds good. Yeah. Um, it, it, it'll, it'll get, uh, it'll get you going. The holiday a lot spirit? Of people, yeah, a lot of people get after it on Christmas Eve, and even better because uh, it's on a Saturday this year, too. Okay. Um, Flames lose 4-3 in overtime last night to the Kings. Um, first period was sort of entertaining. If you want to talk about, if you wanted to show somebody a dictionary, like what it means a low event period, yep. let them watch the second period of that game last night. <laughs> my God. I'm like, trying to find nothing my, happened. Trying to find my notes here on how I exactly worded it. But yeah, it, that was exactly how I felt. I was the, There were the two power plays, but yep. honestly, both of those were even relatively low event. Uh, right. Both goaltenders went out and made a couple of big saves, but there was nothing that you were like, oh, my goodness, how are they doing it? Like, there yeah. were a couple of those in the first and in the third period, 
But I would agree. The second period, I called a good road period for the Calgary Flames. It, it, it was, especially going down 3-1. Kings score two goals in 10 seconds. Bang, bang, just like that. Ooh, fluky one, too. Um, very fluky. But um, I think you got to give the Flames a lot of credit last night for fighting back, tying up that game, and then doing what the Flames do this season, uh, lose in overtime or a shootout. Or a one-goal game. Right. But I think you got to give them a lot of credit last night. And so far on this California road trip, Five out of uh, six possible, five out of six possible points, and yeah. you can maybe go seven of eight, and you're having a merry, merry Christmas, because uh, your California trip was an absolute success. I thought it was surprising last night. You and I talked about it that Vladar got the start. It wasn't that he was bad. I thought he was solid last night. Just some fluky goals beat him. Mm-hmm. But I was surprised that Vladar did start last night. And now since this morning i've kind of thought about it maybe they want markstrom in net in case they kind of have feel like it's a look ahead spot it's like let's get on the plane let's get home let's get here for the holidays but let's have markstrom in here maybe that's daryl's rationale to potentially pick up a victory to have markstrom in net tonight against the ducks well the other thing too is i kind of pontificated over it over the course of the day you think about it and He's a guy that, granted, has made six straight starts going into yesterday, but before that, he had had a pretty long stretch of time where he was resting, where he was watching games on the bench, if you want to call it resting, that type of thing, right? So one of our reasons was, hey, you give him this game today, and then he gets a little bit of a longer break because he doesn't have to play in the Anaheim game, and that works out for everybody because he gets an extra day, but he doesn't really need that extra day. He's had plenty of time where he's just kind of been hanging out over the last little bit here. So that was another thing that I looked at and said, yeah, but I was still a little bit surprised they went to Vladar. Um, but like I continue to say over the course of this season, like me trying to guess who's starting this goalie is like George trying to bet on the NFL, George Pubic out there. It, no good. <laughs> Thank you. Mm. Um, won some money last night, so suck on that, Rose. <laughs> you watched that whole thing, eh? Well, I, w- I watched it because I was uh, I was out at a, uh, at a at a so last night was busy. Oh, um, went to my nephew's hockey game. How did you do? Then went out with some buddies uh, to a local sports bar we'd like to visit. Mm-hmm. And then watched uh, the end of the football game and watched the first period of the Flames game there, and then came home and watched the last two periods of the Flames game. The ten thirty start out there, awfully nice for you. Correct. Jam so, so much in your evening before you get home to watch a hockey game. I did. Uh, there was a ton in my evening last night watching those games. So, yeah, hit a little nice little prop. Uh, bet both of the tight ends, Tyler Conklin and um, Evan Ingram, to go over their reception and yards total. So Greasy. A nice chunk of change last night. That'll be. I like that. Because I knew the weather was going to be very inclement. Tight ends uh, inclement are close to the quarterback. Yeah, it's going to be a lot of dump-offs sure. from Zach Wilson, who was benched for Chris Strebler, baby. Oh, the yeah. The Canadian Football League legend came in there. You, if Again, I talked about low event second period. You want one read quarterback in the dictionary? Watch what Chris Strebler did last <laughs> night. He'd look at his first read, they'd be covered, and then he would just run. That's essentially what he did last night. It was so great to watch. I kind of texted you guys during the show. I was like, oh, this drive is so fun to watch. And he absolutely ducks a fourth a fourth down throw, just completely misses the target. It's just floating through the air. 
and he helps preserve the under. Thank you, Chris Streveler. Yeah, but uh, <laughs> but but to to defend Chris Streveler, CFL legend. Oh yeah, uh, the Jets had a hell of a lot more juice offensively when he was under center than I, Zach Wilson. Like I said, I really enjoyed watching Streveler. Yeah. He was a lot I did of fun. Like that. He was running around. I, he's a big man, so he likes to run people over. He's like yeah. six five, six six, pretty big guy. He's fun to watch, man. And, and even the Jets fans, you could tell they were getting out of their seat to watch it a little bit. Uh, I got another text thing I want to do today yeah. with the Flames. Sure, sure, fire away. We got distracted uh, there. Um, Jonathan Huberto. Oh no, turning down shots on goal in <laughs> overtime is like me turning down blank. Hmm. I'm trying to Jonathan think. Huberto turning down wide open shots in overtime is like me turning down blank. Because he turns them down a lot. They're great opportunities, yeah. but he says, no, I'm good. Yeah, like, especially, I know the one in the back end, maybe it was the better play to put it back between your legs. <laughs> but at the same time, he also could have backhanded it on net because he was right in the slot point blank with the goaltender. Yeah, and I'm sorry, but it's Phoenix Copley. Like, yeah, put the puck on net. With all due respect, with all due respect, put the puck on net and give yourself a chance. Yeah. You're not out and there. And he also had the other chance seconds later, oh which he turned goodness. down again, looking for another pass. Went to the bench. I assume was like being told, "Hey, maybe let's try shooting the puck." Went out for his yeah. next shift and immediately did the exact same thing. Yes, and then uh, the Kings scored on a turnover. Uh, Bob's your uncle. Flames lose four to three. So Jonathan Huberto turning down wide open shots in overtime is like me turning down blank. Mm. Is that too wordy? It's wordy, but I think that once we get a few of them rolling, people will kind of get the idea, and then yeah. that then that starts to cavalcade. So I'm gonna I'm gonna ponder one here in the break and try and come up with a couple of really good ones, and and then we'll see if we can get something rolling with it. I like the I like the premise. It is slightly okay. wordy though. Listen, uh, we talked about it yesterday. This is our last show for a while, and you and I are just coasting into the holidays. <laughs> <laughs> hey, just gearing down a little bit. Hey, well, slowly gearing down. Listen, the landing gear's out. It's like the landing gear's out. Yeah, it's it's not going to be the best, but it could be the best too because these shows have so much potential to just go right off the rails. And frankly, yeah, absolutely, it's great radio. Well, so. Buckle up, kids. Strap in. It's going to be fun. Oh, that's um, hopefully the show is better in 2023. Ooh, Just got a text. Six. I disagree. Thanks for listening. I disagree. <laughs> you wanted to stay the same? Yeah. I w- Listen, I-, I would say no because there's one thing I like to do in my life. Um, under promise, over delivered. Oh, yeah. Without a doubt. Like radio, <laughs> life. Yeah. It's like the first thing I ever said to my girlfriend again, when she finally committed to living with me. I was like, just so you know, uh, I got doesn't I got a get good text much here. better than this. I don't know how to keep it clean uh, for the radio, which is good. So uh, to the person who texts us in, please put your name and location. Um, hopefully the show is better in 2023. <laughs> Merry Christmas to you, sir, madam, because uh, nothing like negativity. On such a great, <laughs> I envy I like, your life I, for being so negative. Thank you for tuning into our last show of the season. Yeah, congratulations you. for just being a jerk. Salute, like, <laughs> enjoy in our face. Yeah, you know what you're getting, Cole. 
No, you know what they could get for the holidays? A mm. block on the text line. You can never text <laughs> into the radio station again. You, you can get, get that you for got, Christmas. You got Bismack Beyond buddy. Yeah, we could do that. Yeah. How hey, about... Merry Christmas. You can never interact with the radio station again unless you get a new phone number. <laughs> Merry Christmas. Take that. Merry Christmas as you would go and buy a burner phone to text 960960. <laughs> like a drug dealer. <laughs> gotta get my text into gotta Patty. My, gotta tell him how much he sucks. God. I gotta talk about how I'm so tired of Markstrom letting in steezy goals. <laughs> And name and location, you can put that in your hat, too. <laughs> we don't do that here, George. God. We'll do it. <sighs> but I'm in the holiday spirit. I'm not going to block are? that person. Good for you. Look I'm at not. you. You're like Scrooge. Were you visited by three ghosts in your hungover dream yesterday? Uh, Kurt in uh, Sherwood Park. The radio reception crackles and is terrible up here, and it drives the kids <laughs> crazy, but I still listen. It's the home of the flames. That's great. <laughs> Kurt, you can also listen to it on the Sportsnet app. Or on the Radio Player Canada app. Or hit the podcast, Spotify, Google, Amazon, or Apple. Yeah. On your favorite yeah, Kurt, podcast. Kurt, what I would do is um, if your car has Bluetooth, mm-hmm. um, set up the Bluetooth and then use a, a myriad of ways you can listen to our shows, and then you'll hear it in clean, beautiful digital sound. But it is intended to be listened to in its purest of pure form, analog AM radio. And driving children absolutely bananas. That is a a key portion of sports talk radio. Okay, I have to get to the break because you have lots to do. I have so much to do, George. You have so much to do. Um, Let us know uh, if you know yourself or you know somebody who celebrates Festivus. 960, 960, name and location. Jonathan Huberto passing up open shots in overtime is like me passing up blank. It's wordy, but I think we can make it. I think we can make it happen. It's going to get there. It's gonna. We're going to bring it home. Don't worry. Maybe I can edit it down a little bit. Maybe. Maybe I can just cut it down a touch, Listen, streamline it a little bit. We're going to workshop it during the commercials, and, sure. and we'll go from there. And it'll be fine. Last last show before the break. Don't worry. It's this obladiobladah. Life goes on. Um, John, uh, Gene and Mackenzie. Jonathan Huberto turning down shots in OT is like me turning down holding the Mbappe doll. Did you see him? He was. Uh, they had a baby. Emmy Martinez. He had a baby doll, <laughs> and then he put Mbappe's face on it. During their oh, celebration, really? what is Argentina was By not the, the greatest champs in this. Yeah, they were very graceful. They were big Richards. What was the dude who <laughs> the gold club <laughs> guy? Oh okay, yeah, no. it's Emmy Martinez. Yeah, yeah, he's the guy who, when he won the with the. And the by glove, the way, like yeah. what a what an award! It's just a glove on a pedestal with an Adidas logo on it. But when he did the thing between his legs, <laughs> couple, yeah, no. couple gyrations yeah. for now, the people. Now. The best part of that whole thing, I don't know if you guys saw this on social media. The pictures. One of those yeah. one of those shakes. I don't know, one of the guys who were involved <laughs> in the just a disgusting display that Qatar put on. His face is like, I can't believe you just did that. And if you were from our country, you'd probably get your hand cut off. Yeah. Probably. Yeah. Or I something know. else. Yeah. 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 Um just watch that yeah. shake's face when he actually does that. It's priceless. Yeah, the freeze frames are great. It is uh, a little bit yeah. of shock. He, you can tell that he probably hasn't seen action like that before. Yeah. Mm-mm. Okay. Um, 
Patrick, you're 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 actually like the voice of reason when it comes to our show. You oversee everything because you're the producer. Mm-hmm. Is my text question too wordy with John and Huberto? Uh um, <laughs> no, I don't think so. It's it's like these guys, people, you gotta, they gotta know you. Well, what are you gonna turn down exactly? So I don't think it's okay. wordy. Yeah, you just gotta get All them right. in. I think there's not a lot of people going to work today, so there's not a lot of people in their cars because nobody went to work today. It felt like. I agree. There's yeah. nobody out here. That's great. Yeah. Good for you. Yeah, I agree. Early time oh. off. My better half's been off for like three days. Huh. Like, what a legend. Yeah. Who cares? You, you want a weather update from Niagara Falls real quick? The snow's begun. Ooh. Can we just go to break rather than doing more Niagara weather? Why do you got to be? <laughs> we got to hate on the weather <laughs> na- in yeah. Niagara. Did you, yeah, did you just drink some Haterade before the show this morning, Maddie? Or nope. are you just on such on cruise control? Let's just get the Rose Report done for one more day. Um, uh, Yes. Okay. Uh, lots to do in the show. <laughs> Guests, um, holiday cheer. Maybe we'll mix in some mirth. Some myrrh. I think it's myrrh. It's not mirth. It myrrh, mirth. I think it's myrrh. Frank well, what if I, I want to mix in some mirth? What's mirth? Joy, isn't it? Mirth. I don't know. Let's throw it in the old Google machine. Gladness or gaiety as shown yeah, by mirth. or accompanied. I was by... right. Mm, okay. Well, what's myrrh? <laughs> Maybe it's always been frankincense and mirth. Oh, no, it is myrrh. Okay. Yeah. A gum resin extracted from a number of small thorny tree species from the genus Comophora. Ah. Oh, my God. Yeah, it's used right. as perfume, incense, and medicine. So they gave him frankincense and myrrh. Uh, back to that texter. Maybe the show's not going to be better in 2023. All right, let's get to the break. <laughs> <laughs> it's the, the big show. It's a very big show. Russick and Rose, Sportsnet 960, the fan. You're listening to The Big Show with Russick and Rose on the official home of your Calgary Flames, Sportsnet 960 The Fan. It's Friday. I'm sure sure a lot of our listeners did the veteran move of taking today off with Christmas Eve tomorrow, subsequently followed by Christmas on Sunday. Um, But we're still here. Final show before our little break here. Excited. Lots of stuff to get to. Jason Bukala, Sportsnet columnist, former NHL scout at 730. Derek Wills, the voice of the Flames. John Aller is the voice of the Ducks. Also, um, we want your interaction, please, on the text line because you guys always come through. 960-960, name and location. Do you actually know anyone who celebrates Festivus for real? A Festivus for the rest of us. <laughs> and... Huberto turning down open looks in front of the net is like me turning down blank. Mm-hmm. It's like me turning down my seventh sugar cookie <laughs> at three in the <laughs> afternoon. Right. Like, I probably should have it. Yeah. What am I doing turning it down? Yeah. Um, 
keep those rolling in. There's also a good one about a guy's uh, his his wife's hot sister that we may or may not get to. <laughs> See how far this thing gets off the rails. Yeah. <laughs> Again, hey, it's not that bad. See you in 2023, um, though. Yeah, we're coming to you live from the Doug Lacey's Basement Systems downtown studio. It's time to do the Rose Report. And, of course, it's brought to you by our good friends at Motor Works. If you own a BMW, choose Motor Works for service and repairs. They'll gladly match and then beat any competitor's price by 10% on 51st Avenue, 3rd Street, Southeast. Marty Rose. Matt Rose. Matt Rose. Ah, yes. Uh, happy holidays and a Merry Christmas. Little Quad City DJs taking us into our final Rose Report of the 2022 year. We got a recap of the Flame Stop in L.A. at Crypto.com Arena. We'll keep it simple. Shoot the puck. That's what I got to do. That's what he's got to do. Look at the other seven games from the schedule yesterday, too. Plus today's slate. It's the final day before the holiday break. For the NHL, week 16 of the NFL is underway. And a touchdown! Not many touchdowns last night, but we'll tell you all about the one that we saw in the game and the Raps back in action. So let's get after it. Flames were in L.A. second of four meetings after Calgary took the first 6-5 back in mid-November. That was the game that Huberto actually returned from injury. Flames' four straight goals helped them to the win. For this contest, no lineup changes from the Flames' most recent victory in San Jose, except between the pipes. Dan Vladar gets the nod, his first start in six games after holding the fort while Markstrom found his game. He faced off against Phoenix Copley for the Kings, who entered the contest 5-1 and one on the season, but a bit of a rough start. Chris Tanev whacks it away from him, not out though. But Gopitar can't keep it in, and now a breakaway pass. Jonathan Huberto and shoots and scores! Jonathan Huberto on a long breakaway finds the five hole of Phoenix Copley. Milan Lucic with the pretty deft dish to Jonathan Huberto sends him on the breakaway. First shot of the game for the Flames. A goal on the breakaway against Phoenix Copley. That's the sixth of the season for Huberto. Points in three straight games for both Lucic and Huberto. After that, kind of a quiet period for Copley, not so much for Vladar. We did see a double minor for high sticking with Kadri and Fiala both in the box for unsportsmanlike conduct. So some four on three, then some five on four. Vladar outstanding, three or four really big stops on the kill. A couple on Kopitar really come into mind. They would finish off the kill, but the Kings continued to press until even Dan Vladar couldn't keep them off the board. Blake Lazat speeds in and Drops the puck back to Dano, shoots and scores. The Kings put the puck on net from the right point, and it looked like Gabe Velarde got his stick on it and redirected it by Dan Vladar. Not to say the Flames were totally outplayed, but they were totally outshot as the Kings had the next nine shots on goal after the Flames scored before Gabe Velarde deflected his 14th of the season off a Sean Walker shot to tie the game. Flames were outshot by the Kings 10-3 in the opening period, but left it in a 1-1 tie, George. Um, when Huberto scored that uh, breakaway, and good thing he didn't try to pass it off. He actually took the opportunity when he was all alone. But did you get the same sense that, okay, here we go again. Flames score early, score on their first shot. You're getting a lot of the Sharks vibes that this team's probably going to score 4-5-6 tonight. And then they go on the power play. Yeah. And I'm feeling the same. And then 
it's the high sticking and they just show that one shot. I think it was Trevor Moore who took the high stick and he is just leaking. And you're like, oh, that's an easy four. Here we go. And sure enough, it flipped momentum in the rest of the frame. Yeah. Um, I know you're going to get to the second period. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, God bless you if you found some highlights from the second period. I don't have any highlights from the second period. Because, because uh, if you want to look it up uh, in the dictionary, what low event period means. Here's, here's what I wrote down for the second. Yeah. Not much to report from the second. Both groups had a power play but could not break through. No fights, no goals. Some more solid stops by Dan Fladar and Phoenix Copley, but the Flames did get the shot clock closer, outshooting the Kings 11-6. to didn't it feel like Daryl Sutter was coaching both teams simultaneously <laughs> in that second period? Just in the mock, just yeah, just put it deep. He's like, long, let's try yeah, make the rink nice to and suffocate long. and oh. choke off this game as much as possible here in the second period because that's what it looks like. And then the third period, bam, lots of stuff. Maya follows after it. He gets cut off by Tanev. It bounces in front. Deno a backhand scores. The Flames cough it up. Phil Dano picks it up and slides a backhand under a down and out. Dan Vladar, but bouncing around in front, they score again. Just seconds after taking a 2-1 lead, the Kings win the faceoff at center, bring the puck in, and Blake Lazat flips the puck past Dan Vladar. It was a really nice throw to the clip there, George. Uh, two goals, 10 seconds apart in the opening two minutes of the period. Goals by Deneau and Lazat back-to-back. See the Kings take a 3-1 to one lead. It was a little bit of a jarring start to the frame. It was. And that third one was so fluky. It was weird. That puck bounced like eight times, and each time it bounced, it wound up on a King's stick. I know you're going to get to it right now. Um, I think the Flames deserve a ton of credit for how they battled back in this game last night. Because they easily could have kind of mailed it in a little bit. Tough game, you know... Game number three of this four-game road trip, looking ahead to the terrible Ducks. But you got to give the Flames a ton of credit how they battled back in the third period. Including drawing a penalty. Jonathan Huberto battling off a face-off draw, sends the Flames to the power play. They'd cash in. Back to the right point to Rasmus Anderson. Works it across the line. Toffoli shoots and scores! Tyler Toffoli zips the puck into the top corner of the Kings net. What a shot. 14th of the season. His team leading 14th of the season. Comes in the first half of the period. Flames would continue to press, get nice chances off the rush. Momentum shifted after the goal, and eventually a nifty set play would see this game locked at three. Comes Hannafin in off the blue line. He centers. Dubé scores! Dylan Dubé on a fantastic pass from Noah Hannafin. One times the pocket of the Kings net. And uh, Toffoli with a great, really deft pick to allow Hannafin to get down the boards and set up that pass to Dubé. A magnificent dish by number 55. And we were all tied up, George. I know that uh, you and I talked about it on our show that um, questioning Toffoli's foot speed, more me than you, Uh, on the top line but man the guy's been good Um, ever since that line's been put together with him Lindholm and Dubé it's been great and they cashed in last night and the guy's a pure shooter and I thought they they brought up I think Lou brought up a great point Mm -hmm. like every time like he seemingly never misses the net like either he makes the goalie uh, make a save rang the post by the way the Flames hit a ton of posts last night three 
And um, I thought, again, such a great shooter. And that line has just gelled. It's it's one thing we, we can never figure out. We keep asking guests and, and players and coaches and GMs, how do you do chemistry? How does chemistry work out? And it's really fascinating how this Dubay Lindholman to Foley line has just popped into chemistry immediately. Sometimes it works and sometimes it doesn't. And we've seen really both sides of the spectrum with this Flames team uh, this season. Just real quick, I wanted to ask you this. Fire away. When, when Lindholm, Huberto, and Toffoli were together, um, we know on the wings, like, Huberto's not the fastest guy on the planet. Like, mm-hmm. he, he does a great job of creating his own space. But you think the key to that line was actually having a burner on that line, like a Dubay that's really unlocked it? I don't know if it's the burner aspect more so than, like, I love the shooting mentality from Dubay. That's something that we've certainly seen. He's great along the walls and on the forecheck, which not to say Jonathan Huberto isn't, but like we talked about, Dubay does have a little bit more speed, which allows him to put a little bit more pressure on the opponents. I'm sure it doesn't hurt. It definitely doesn't hurt, but I don't feel like all of the hay that they've been piling up has been from their play in transition. And that's usually where I say, oh, yeah, speed is really helping you out here, right? Like, I feel like they're doing a lot of good work kind of off the cycle and getting stuff going in the offensive zone and having long, sustained shifts, which is more just hard work and grit and being knowing that you're going to go out and be better than the guy that you're fighting against. So I think it's certainly a factor, and it definitely doesn't hurt. But like you said, it's not like Jonathan Huberto's like slow. He's just not no. as fast as Dylan Dubé. Right. Uh, we did have a great overtime after this. Uh, back and forth, chances both ways, but it would end, unfortunately. When he should have shot, again tries to force a pass. <laughs> when he should have shot. Come the Kings 2-1, one the other way. Kempe up the left side, setters. Arvidsson to Kempe, he scores. Yeah. So you want to shoot yeah. those, Jonathan. Uh, two instances yeah. in overtime where he probably should have shot the puck. Um, one, he tried to pass between his legs. Kings picked it off. The other one happened just before the goal. Tries to go uh, across the ice when he probably should have shot. Now, granted, yep. neither of them would have been guaranteed goals, but um, revision... His history is 2020. Even Huberto, you know, uh, this exchange with Wes Gilbertson kind of tells the story. Jonathan, you've talked a lot about shooting more. Did you need to fire a couple in the overtime there? Yeah, you, t- you tell me. I think you saw it. I got, I got to shoot. I've never been, you know, it's always been like that. I mean, it sucks. I got I to gotta shoot. I mean, yeah, I try to make a pass or empty it out for the other guy, but have to you know, keep it simple, shoot the puck. That's what I got to do. Oh, he sounds just so frustrated with himself. Yeah, he does. Um, text line 960-960. Huberto turning down open looks in front of the net is like me turning down blank. Daryl Sutter's thoughts on the game. It's tight after 2-1-1. Killed penalties in the first, overcome that the four minute. They score the two quick ones, and we fight back. Power play goal. 3-3. Probably the only thing you'd want back is shoot the puck in overtime. Their top goal scorer shot in the net. Flames fall 4-3. Points in three straight. A quick trip down to SoCal to play the NHL's second worst Ducks 
in the final game before the holiday break this evening. Puck drop will go at 8. The Pat Steinberg Telethon will begin at 4 o'clock. It'll be Flames Talk with Steinberg and Friends. Uh, this one also, once again, in support for or in support of the Spirit of Giving, uh, an actual foundation that we're supporting with this one this week. Uh, the mustard seed and those experiencing poverty and homelessness in Calgary. You can help by donating items like new underwear, socks, winter jackets, boots, gloves, razors, toothbrushes, and deodorant at any McManus Group locations or the 960 Studio downtown during office hours, the big city TV building. Or, or you can check our website for all the other drop-off locations. But with this awfully cold weather, any of those types of necessities certainly in high demand. Um, let's check in on last night's schedule away from the Flames. We'll zip through a few of these. The Canucks were hosting the Kraken. Vancouver looking to avoid a third straight loss. Kraken looking for a third straight win. Second of four meetings between these two rivals. Vancouver won the first. Former Western Leaguer Lane Peterson bouncing around from team to team in his brief NHL career, but right now getting a chance to play with Elias Pedersen and Andre, Andre Kuzmenko. It's going well. They all scored to keep the Canucks in this game with Seattle. Then Pedersen really took over, assisted on a power play goal to get Vancouver within one, and then in the third period. Back to Hughes, top of the point, right circle, Pedersen, one-timer, Jones made the save, and Miller gets it again on the left wing. 85 seconds left in the third, Hughes with a one-timer for the line, hit a skate in front, rebound comes to Miller, over to Pedersen, he scores! 15th of the season, that would send the game to overtime, Canucks took a penalty, but only would have to kill a minute before it went to a shootout. How about this for sweet poetry? Pedersen, the sixth shooter in the shootout with a chance to win it. Elias Pedersen has five points tonight. He was in on every goal. Can he score the shootout winner? Pedersen in on Martin Jones. Deeks to the forehead. He scores! Elias Pedersen, six. Seattle, five. The Canucks win it tonight in Vancouver. Pedersen with five points. And the winner in the shootout. It's his fourth five-point game of his career, the most in franchise history, passing Alexander McGillney. Did it with a guy who scored his second NHL goal ever on his line in Lane Peterson. A very nice night for the young Swede, George. Is it bitters? Oh, well. A little Swedish music for you. Thank you. Is it bittersweet for Canucks fans when they really should be tanking for Bedard here? I don't know. You want to see Patterson be good. Even if right. you tank, you want Pedersen to be good. So but you, they were down big in that game. Just coast that to another regulation loss. And you also want to and you, and you want to beat Seattle anytime that you can. That's a rivalry game for them, right? Sure. Starting to build a little rivalry there, perhaps. Again, it's what we keep talking over the Canucks purgatory. Yeah, not good enough to make the playoffs. Not bad enough to potentially bottom out. I just don't There's think that the, example last night. again. I just don't credit. think their roster's bad enough to actually bottom out this year. When you look right. at some but, of the other bad again, rosters around the NHL, they're going to be full, in that purgatory no matter what. Right. Full credit to them um, for doing that. Did you see? Um, I saw this on Twitter last night. Uh, you know how they, uh, how Eric and, and uh, they did the intermission. Yeah. Um, there was somebody last night, they're doing the intermission in the Canucks at the at Rogers Arena, and somebody with a phone had the words, sell the team sneakily in the background. <laughs> nice. I like that. On their phone, written yeah, on their phone. Yeah, when they do like the, the black screen with the white words, very good. I, yeah. Well done. Good. Well done. Uh, Leafs in a matinee game, their next-gen game, so noon puck drop against the yeah, Flyers. Yeah, I should have known that yesterday. Philly scored on their first shot of the game, but it was all Leafs after that. Now to Giordano. Giordano centering in front of backhand. Scores! We 
Joe Bowen with the call on Willie Nylander's 20th goal of the season. We, Willie Nylander's 20th goal of the season, puts the Leafs up 4-1. to one. Uh, Great movement by the Buds on the goal. Flyers did score a couple to make it close 4-3 in front of the young fans in the final game before the holiday break. Nice long break for the, break for the Leafs, hey, here, George? Early yeah. start, early day off. Real good for them, hey? When you, play, you know what I love that they call Toronto, it the next-gen game? Sorry, you're going to play a clip? Uh, it was just... When you play and you come into Toronto, you know what goes on. You know what goes on. I won't say nothing uh, more. I, I won't say, say anything more. It's a next-gen game, and it's for the kids, uh, you know. And it's also like, our guys can get out of here early. Ticket holders. It's not like they're bringing all these kids into the game. <laughs> yeah, I know. It's weird. Ilya Samsonov has won all of his home starts this season. Nine straight to start the year. Only the fourth NHL goalie to do so. Can you name the other three? Sorry, again? Ilya Samsonov has won all yeah. of his home starts, nine straight. Yeah. He's only the fourth NHL goaltender to do so. Can you name the other three? Um, Linus Allmark's got to be one. No, 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 no. These are from the 70s. You're not going to guess any of them. Oh. Gord, um, Gord McRae. Okay. Wayne Stevenson. Of course. And um, Giles Gilbert. Sure. Sure, Thanks it was all in the seventies. Yeah, the real more, quick, the more you know. Why don't the Flames do a next gen game like that? Um, maybe have one game where it's scheduled where a lot of kids can hop out of school and go to a Flames game. It'd be a lot of ton of Flames, uh, a lot of kids in the stands for a Flames game. I think that'd be cool. Uh, they do it with the Hitmen. They do at least one game where they do like their prevent bullying game here in Calgary. Yeah, which is always I don't a big see why one. They couldn't do one with the Flames. Yeah, sure, I. We'll put a put a line in. Give him give him well, a no, quick but call. It, but especially like during the Christmas break, I think more teams should do this during the holiday break. Yeah, like next week. I'm not saying Battle of Alberta game, <laughs> but I'm saying like if if there's like you know like I don't know the Kraken in town, mm-hmm. you have it. You have an afternoon start so all the kiddies can go to the game. I think that'd be cool. We'll anyway, just an idea. Uh, we also had the Bruins and the Jets. Bruins would win this game. By a 3-2 final score, Josh Morrissey extended his point streak to 13 straight games in the contest. The Senators also fell in their contest. They were taken on the Capitals. This one ended in overtime. An overtime goal for Marcus Johansson would seal the deal for the Caps. Uh, We had the Sharks taking on the Wild. Wild looking for a seventh straight win as they went into the the Shark Tank. Hi, Sharks. Eric Carlson... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Points in eight straight games entering action. Didn't take long for him to extend that streak. To the circle. He moves up to the point. He throws to the right. Mm. Magna keeps it at almost a dead giveaway. <laughs> Across the ice, the Sharks score! Magna spotted a man wide open on the far side of the ice. That's Eric Carlson. And EK65 slams it home. Uh, they would score five goals. Them being the Sharks. Eric Carlson, two points. As uh, four point, or pardon me, four points. For Eric Carlson, he had two in the first period. K65. He's having a pretty good year offensively. That's that a bad a, loss yeah. last night. For the Wild. Uh, yeah, it is. That is a bad loss for the Minnesota one. We also had the Canes beating the Penguins 4-3 to in overtime. Jacob Slavin scored a beautiful goal in OT to win that one. And the Rangers won the Battle of New York. The final Battle of New York of this season... As they're only playing three times this year, Rangers win it 5-3 five to, five to so three and avoid being swept by the Islanders in that season series. The last time they played, the Islanders were second in the division. Now they're fifth. 
Tonight's schedule, final night before the holiday break, so a busy 13-game schedule, including the Flames and Ducks. You got the Bruins and the Devils. The Senators host the Red Wings. Uh, what else here? The Jets and the Capitals. Uh, shout out to TJ Oshie, who celebrates his 36th birthday today. Uh, the Cana- Canadians are on the road to battle the Stars. Uh, Canucks and Oilers in a Western Canadian matchup. That'll go at 7 o'clock. And the Blues take on the Golden Knights in a little Pacific Division action. Uh, let's go to the NFL as we're getting up against it here. Thursday night football saw the start of Week 16. Just awful weather in the Meadowlands at MetLife Stadium. The Jets were hosting the Jags. Jags 6-8 and eight going into action. Jets 7-7. Seven and seven. Both teams really needing a win to keep their hopes of playoffs alive with just three weeks to go in the regular season. No Mike White, so Zach Wilson got the start for the Jets. Although the weather definitely helped Trevor Lawrence more. ETN the running back. Quarterback sneak dives to the end. Oh, touchdown! He dove over the top and Trevor Lawrence. Touchdown, Jaguars! Cold temperatures, freezing rain, wind, lots of running. The two teams combined for 213 rushing yards and just 379 passing yards. Lawrence actually had a decent day, 20 for 31, 218 yards through the air, another 51 on the ground through seven rushes, and that touchdown, that TD made it 10 to 3. The Jets never really got close after that. They did replace the dog. Zach Wilson with the former Grey Cup champ, Chris Streveler. Yeah. The former Blue Bomber. Uh, His style of game looked great. Just one look, screw it, put your head down and run. Lots of, lots of running for the big man. The Jets fans were loving it, but he didn't actually put up any points. Jags win 19-3. Just the one TD, bunch of field goals. Uh, Jags were the underdogs for this one, so they cover the spread, and it's well underneath the total of 36.5 at kickoff. Jets dealt a pretty big blow to their playoff hopes. Well, Jacksonville, they showed it on the broadcast yesterday. Their playoff hopes jumped from about 25% to 52% with that win yesterday. Yeah. They have a chance to win that AFC South, which is putrid. But at the same time, have the Jag? I think the Jags have taken over as America's uh, soft spot in their heart team over the Cleveland Browns. Because <laughs> nobody wants the Cleveland Browns to win with that absolute terrible human being at quarterback. Yeah. So the Jags now is everyone's feel-good story. What about the Lions? I, because okay, of the hard that, knocks. That you're right. Be, the would... Lions in the NFC, the Jags in the AFC. I love it. If they both get into the playoffs and the Bengals, I'm going to cheer for them. Let's go. Uh, Raptors back in action today as well, George. They will visit Cleveland. That's going to be a 5:30 start. Uh, that's and, a tough game. Uh, Cleveland, very good, uh, very efficient scoring team. They got, so you know. they got Donovan Mitchell. Yeah. They got him in free agency. Yeah. He's really good. And good night and good luck to you, sir. Can't great wait to, job. Can't wait to bring you the next report in the new year. Yeah, a great. We'll do, we'll do it new. We'll do it next year. We'll do it next year. <laughs> uh, that's the Rose Report, and it's brought to you by Motorworks. If you own a BMW, choose Motorworks for service and repairs. They'll gladly match and then beat any competitor's price by 10% on 51st Ave and 3rd Street Southeast. Uh, straight ahead, more on that Flames overtime loss to the Kings. Uh, we want to ask you about Festivus. Uh, we'll, we'll do our Jonathan Huberto text question. And I want to ask you about uh, Christmas Eve, Maddie. We'll do all of that next. It's the big show, Russick and Rose, Sportsnet 960, The Fan.